You're currently listening to the podcast series, Your Map to Professional Growth, where we've been deep diving into blueprints for how you can take control of and accelerate your career with various professional growth strategies. Last week, Pete Schramm taught us how to assemble a personal board of advisors. And next week, Nick Hutchinson will share the power of reading books and strategies for implementing what you learn in them. Both of these are amazing avenues for taking steps forward in your career. But we also want to be playing defense and ensuring we aren't taking any steps backwards. We don't want to be putting in all this hard work only to be paddling upstream. Over the first decade of my career, I've noticed three career-killing habits that can set any young professional back regardless of their talents. If you want to ensure that you aren't slipping into one of these habits and what to do if so, well, this episode is for you. You know those moments where you think, I wish I would have learned this in school? Those are the topics that we love to talk about. Join me each week as I interview experts sharing their strategies for solving problems that us young adults will face throughout our 20s and 30s. So what are you waiting for? And if you want new episodes about adulting advice every Monday, hit that follow button. Right out of the gate, the number one career-killing habit I've noticed is arrogance. It's one thing to be confident, it's another thing to be egotistical. One of the greatest qualities that most young professionals bring into the workplace is their humbleness and desire to learn. Somewhere over the course of the first decade of our career, we sharpen our skill sets and start taking on greater responsibility. With that transformation, we wanna make sure that arrogance doesn't creep in. A couple of specific examples of arrogance in the workplace could be fighting for your opinion, showing off in business meetings, refusing to learn from others, being rude to subordinates, and giving unsolicited advice. If you need an illustrative example, think King Joffrey from Game of Thrones or Iron Man whenever he was at his worst. You can tell by the list of examples, this kind of person is someone people don't wanna be around. I respected someone that I met recently until I noticed the way they treated their team members. They would call them incompetent behind their back and give them these ridiculous tasks just to undermine them. They let arrogance creep in, and honestly, I lost a lot of respect because of it. As a young professional, it's important to embody competence, yes. And you might be struggling to draw the line between these two qualities. But I actually think confidence and arrogance couldn't be farther from each other. Deep down, I think arrogance comes from a place where people are desiring to impress other people and they lack the assurance they have in their own skill set. While confident people know their worth, but they also know they can still learn from and need other people's support and help, regardless of their title or experience. If you find yourself slipping into the habit of arrogance, become intentional about seeing the value in everyone. Ask for immediate feedback collaborate with others, and God damn it, just be kind. The second career-killing habit is complacency. Complacency can show up in multiple ways, including not taking initiative to solve problems, lacking the desire to learn new skills, failing to follow through, being disorganized and unreliable, and staying in your comfort zone. There's nothing wrong with being happy with the position you're currently in, but similar to what we discussed in episode 119, Humans are innately achievement-oriented. 
So much of the joy in job satisfaction comes from learning new skills and solving problems you haven't done so before. Becoming complacent is the quickest way to flatline your career. While taking initiative is an incredible way to stand out as a young professional in the workplace. In my previous life, whenever I was working in talent acquisition and recruiting, this was the number one quality I would look for. If I could find someone that was also persistent, this was a deadly combo and someone that I knew was going to climb the ranks fast. I do worry about complacency though, especially with the rise of work from home and trends that I've seen on social media like quiet quitting and lazy girl jobs. If I'm being honest, at different points of my own career, complacency has definitely crept in and I floated by. That mentality never brought me joy though. I eventually found my work unsatisfying and I was just like, I don't know, always looking for the next thing because of that. If you find yourself being complacent, identify how to put some enthusiasm back into your job. Some ideas could be joining a new work committee, volunteering to onboard a new team member, or identifying a problem and asking your manager if you can work on solving it. Action and accountability are important. Add a specific project time to your calendar and reward yourself for following through. If you're really struggling, find an accountability partner like a peer or a mentor. Tell them what you're going to accomplish this week and ask them to follow up with you on Friday about your progress. The third and final career-killing habit is having a negative attitude. Uh, there is nothing I hate more than working with a negative team member. There's nothing productive about it. Having a bad attitude is only going to lead to increased stress and lower job satisfaction for yourself. It will also isolate you from your colleagues. I've seen it time after time. And I'm not talking about having a bad day. Everybody is allowed to have a bad day, but having a bad year or just flat out having a bad life, no thank you. I remember a time I got caught up in a situation with a negative coworker. I had a colleague who was upset about being underutilized. Partly because whenever they started, they carried this really arrogant attitude into the office. They were telling everyone how wrong our company was doing things and how we should be servicing our clients like their old employer, which was a major competitor of ours. That arrogance immediately isolated them and many of the team leaders didn't wanna work with them because of this. They had a role as an internal consultant and they were paid really well. Because of that, this was like this highly publicized role and they were expected to make a huge impact on our department. I actually got to know this person pretty well and I listened to a lot of their ideas and I thought they had a lot of really solid ideas that they could bring into the workplace to improve how we are servicing our clients and the work that we were doing. But I also understood why people weren't open to hearing them. After months of getting nowhere, this consultant turned sour. They started complaining about everything the new compensation policy, a team restructure. Shoot, I even remember that they complained about the wording of the happy holidays email that our department leader sent out. It didn't matter what it was, this person was going to find a reason to complain about it. Their negativity isolated them even more than whenever they were just this egotistical new hire. Personally, I couldn't absorb the negativity anymore. I made other lunch plans just so whenever they asked, I was already busy. I removed myself from projects that they were also working on, and I started shortening our conversations to just friendly hellos and goodbyes. Sure enough, they didn't last much longer. The separation was ugly, 
but the department culture immediately improved once it happened. If you catch yourself routinely having a bad attitude, stop and evaluate your situation. If you're just a grumpy person, well, I don't really have a lot of inspiring thoughts for you, but more times than not, a poor attitude comes from being stressed and unhappy. There are usually steps that you can take to improve the situation, such as removing negative news, getting more exercise and sleep, or taking on new projects that more closely align with the work that you wanna do. As we conclude this episode, I wanna reassure you that I have faith you probably don't embody any of these habits, but we can all have periods of arrogance, complacency, and negativity. All three of these behaviors can be detrimental to your career if you let them turn into a habit. Luckily, they're reversible if you're honest with yourself and you become intentional about correcting them. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Those are my three career-killing habits, but I wanna hear from you. What habit do you think would kill someone's career momentum? Send me a message on LinkedIn or head over to tsirpodcast.com and fill out our contact form. I had a ton of other ideas that were on my list, everything from gossiping, repeating mistakes, and lying to name a few. And I'm happy to do a follow-up conversation on others that you feel like are important to point out. But until then, I love y'all. Thanks for listening to the episode. As always, I appreciate your kind words. If you wanna leave us a rating and review on your podcast player right now, that would absolutely make my day. If you want to find episode show notes, our blog, and other great resources, head over to tsirpodcast.com. If you have follow-up questions, an idea for a future episode, or just want to say hi, we have a contact form on our website and those messages go straight into my inbox and I promise you, I will reply. But all right, guys, I really appreciate you tuning in. I love you all and you're not alone. Let's keep making it through our struggles together.